Support for The Bittersweet Life comes from HarperCollins, presenting The Angel of Rome by Jess Walter, a stunning collection of tender and brilliant stories about the moments when life changes you, for the better or the worse. I met the Angel of Rome on a cool autumn evening in the year of my reinvention, 1993. I was what you might call a work in progress then, a shy, sheltered 21-year-old in Europe for the first time with a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to study Latin at the Vatican. That's Eduardo Ballerini reading from The Angel of Rome, the latest story collection by best-selling author Jess Walter. A starred Kirkus review says that you should prepare for delight, and you should. The Angel of Rome by National Book Award finalist Jess Walter. Available now wherever books or audiobooks are sold. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Tiffany Parks. Hello, and welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. All I can say is it is extremely hot in Rome right now. We all know Rome is a hot city in the summer, but it is crazy hot right now. And it's not even July as I am taping this. Today, the high was, I believe, 106 Fahrenheit, 42 Celsius, which is just, I mean, it's just really cruel in a city that is as humid as this. Uh, And I know my mom is listening in Scottsdale saying 42, like that's normal, but it's not the same. It's really not the same. And a lot of people are in the city right now. The city is massively crowded with tourists and everybody is suffering. My sister <laughs> sent me a message saying that her one of her friends is in Rome right now with her father and her son and that they are just suffering so much and they need advice. Like they don't even know if they can stay in the city. And that's really how it's gotten. It's gotten to the point that I think a lot of people who are here as tourists can't take it anymore. Because when you live in a city, and of course I'm speaking of a position of privilege because I have air conditioning and I work from home, even if I were working in my office, it it is an air conditioned office and I drive as my main means of commuting, or at least I did before I was working from home. So I can survive this heat. But I lived in Rome for many years without having air conditioning, many, many, many years, uh, including the year I was pregnant, the summer I was nine months pregnant. So I know what it's like to live in an unair conditioned place. And my office didn't used to be air conditioned and I used to take the bus everywhere I went. So so I do understand. But generally speaking, I feel like it's harder to be a tourist in this kind of heat than it is to be a local. First of all, if you're a local, you're used to it. And secondly, if you're a local, you don't mind basically holing up for the entire day and not going out. But when you're a tourist, you don't want to do that because you're in this city, you know, you've paid a lot of money to come here. You've done a lot of planning. 
Uh, you're using your precious vacation time to be here. So you do not want to spend the whole day hiding from the city and hiding from the heat. So I am here to help you and I am here to give you some tips on how to survive the heat in Rome. Because let's face it, it's only going to get worse. And that is the really scary thing. July is probably the hottest month in the year. Maybe it's August, but I feel like July is the worst. So I'm just terrified about what's to come. And looking at the forecast, it doesn't look like it's any getting any better anytime soon, I'm sorry to say. So if you're coming to Rome, if you're in Rome, if you're planning to be in Rome later this summer, here are the suggestions that I have for you. The number one most important thing is you have to plan your day based around the weather. So this is what you need to do. You need to get up extremely early. I would suggest be out of your hotel, if possible, by 7 a.m. I know that sounds terrible. What kind of a vacation is that? But if, you re- if it's really important for you to see the city, uh, this is the best way, to see it at dawn or as close to dawn as you can possibly handle. The other great thing about that is that the city is empty at that time. When I do tours, I generally start tours at 9 a.m. And even at 9 a.m., you'd be surprised. The Spanish Steps is, I wouldn't say empty, but it is pretty empty. There's not a lot of people around. And the air feels really fresh at that hour. Now, 9 a.m., right now it's already starting to get hot, I'll be honest. But 7 a.m., it is absolutely delicious to be outside. So just set your alarm clock, grit your teeth, and get up early. And you will have at least three wonderful hours out in the morning, like three hours that are truly enjoyable from seven to 10. And then a couple of hours that are maybe a little bit sweaty, a little bit not the most uncomfortable hours of the day from 12 to noon, from from 10 to noon, but they're not that bad. Like you're not going to be wilting between 10 and noon. It's, It's kind of, it's heat that is handleable, I like to say. So all the stuff that you want to do that that needs to be done outdoors, like visiting the Roman Forum or going to the Colosseum or just taking a walk through the center of town, going to the Pantheon. These are the things that you want to do first thing in the morning. Now, of course, they don't all open at 7 a.m., but part of traveling, of, of course, anywhere, but especially Rome is wandering the city. So if you need to be wandering, you need to do it at that time. If you want to go to the Spanish Steps, those are always open. Trevi Fountain, always open. Go first thing in the morning. Then you need to just park yourself in an air-conditioned restaurant. And luckily, in this day and age, almost every restaurant in Rome is air-conditioned. And just relax and chill out. Maybe have an early lunch, like at 12 o'clock, so you don't have to worry about not getting a table or having to wait in line. And take your time. That's the great thing about Italian restaurants. They do not kick you out. And when you're done, get a taxi and go home. Go to your hotel or your Airbnb. And obviously it goes without saying, don't book an Airbnb that doesn't have air conditioning. Uh, That should be a given. Go back to wherever you're staying, take a shower if you need to, and go to bed. Just go to sleep. This is what Romans do in the middle of the day. They sleep if they can, if they're not stuck in an office. It's ideal because basically you're sleeping away the hottest days of the hottest hours of the day, but also you're making up for the lack of sleep from getting up so early. So it's really wonderful. I would say if you're in your hotel from two to five, you're going to thank me. Let's just put it that way. Even two to six. Like I went out 
outside to play with Aurelio yesterday at 6.30 in the afternoon, and we were in the shade, and it was still uncomfortably hot at 6.30. So I would say um, just avoid it. Avoid it at least from two to five. Don't put yourself in the situation where you have to be out with with one exception. And that exception is if you want to go to a museum. Most museums are air conditioned. Uh, the Vatican Museums is semi-air conditioned, but it's so crowded that it doesn't, even if it is air conditioned, it doesn't feel like it is. So I would say for the Vatican Museums, you want to go, you want to go at night. On Friday and Saturday nights, it's open from 6 p.m. to 11, 10, 30, 11. So you want to go at night to the Vatican Museums. If you're in Rome on a Friday or a Saturday, hopefully you are. And they also have Colosseum visits in the evening as well that you can do. I believe also it's on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But if you want to go to a small museum or an undercrowded museum, museums like this can include the, the uh, Capitoline Museums, Centrale Monte Martini, Palazzo Altemps, Villa Farnesina, although I'm not positive Villa Farnesina is air-conditioned, but the other ones should be. Um, if you want to go to a small museum or a small undercrowded museum, I should say, you could do that during those hot hours. I would still give yourself a nap though. Like I would still minimum two to four, take a nap and then go to the museum in the early evening, late afternoon. Have dinner late and then go for a stroll around the city. Rome is so beautiful at night in the summer. And I mean, that's not just Rome. All the lovely little towns of Italy from Cremona to Salerno, they're all gorgeous at night in summer. And the atmosphere is, it's just magical. It's just unbelievably magical. Soak up those hours. If you've been out all day without giving yourself a break, trekking around the city, by the time you finish dinner, you're going to be exhausted and you're going to want to just go home and sleep. But you're sleeping away the most beautiful hours of the day. And you've been out punishing yourself during the most horrible hours of the day. So sleep as much as you want, rest, watch TV, watch a movie, just read a book during those hours. Don't feel like, oh, I'm missing out because you're not. You're missing out on hellish torture that is Rome in summer. And then after dinner, with all of the energy that you have from your massive nap in the afternoon, you can wander the streets. They're all lit up. It's, you can have a gelato, sit in a rooftop terrace, just enjoy being out in the city. It is so beautiful after dark in summer. So that is my number one thing. If you follow nothing else that I say, do that and you will have such a better time. A few other really quick tips to cool down. Obviously, you can go to the beach. The beach is really not far from Rome, but I will warn you, they are not beautiful beaches like you're going to find in Southern California or on the coast of New England. Uh, they're not they're just not going to be that kind of beach. They're very crowded. Um, they're, you, know, you have to pay quite a bit to, to get an umbrella and to get a, you know, a lounge chair. Uh, the easiest beach to get to is probably Santa Marinella. You can take the train from Trastevere Station or from St. Peter's Station. should go right up there and it's, it's pretty easy to get to. It's a cute little town as well. You can, get, you can have lunch there very easily. You can also go to Ostia. Ostia has another train that goes south from Ostiense Station. 
but it's a little bit more complicated. Once you get there, you might need to grab a bus, but those are the easiest beaches to get to. Uh, the water should be clean in both of those locations, but you're not going to experience like beautiful crystalline waters and endless beaches. So, but if you're dying of the heat, you can go to the beach. You can go to a pool. There are pools all over the city. Lots of hotels have pools that even if you're not a guest, you can go to. They're going to be pricey, but you might need it. There's also a few lakes around the city. There's Lake Albano, which is wonderful. Uh, there's Lake Bracciano, which is a bit further away. Uh, Lake Nemi. These lakes, they take a little bit of planning to get to. If you don't have a car, it's a bit more complicated than getting to the beach, but it can be done. And they're really lovely, really clean water because most of these lakes don't allow boats on them. And you know, just if you're out in the city and you find yourself suddenly like having a heat panic, <laughs> go into a big church. That's really a great way to cool down. Like if you're desperate and there's churches everywhere. So just run into a church, you will feel the temperature drop considerably. This is also true, by the way, for going into underground ruins like San Clemente or in the catacombs. It's way cooler down there, but it's not like you can go and hang out down there for hours at a time. Uh, but you can sit and relax in a church for as long as you'd like. And luckily, we do have lots of yummy things to eat that will cool you down, like gelato and grattacheca, which is basically what I guess in the States they would call Italian ice, which is just heavenly in the middle of summer, just the shaved ice with syrup all over the top. You can find those at little stands around the city. So those are my tips for staying cool or really just surviving the massive inferno that is Rome in summer. I hope it helps and I hope you have a wonderful time in Rome or Italy if you are headed here this summer. Join us again. Bye. You could sponsor this show and reach educated, curious, and compassionate listeners all over the world. Our listeners are a remarkable, diverse, and engaged group of people that I am so continually impressed by. Visit thebittersweetlife.net and click support to get the conversation started.